0: Welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning the book "Havos Halevavos: Duties of the Heart" by Rabbi Baia Ibn Pakuda, and we are in the chapter of the gate of self-accounting of how we have to do our heshbon hanefesh. We should be an accountant of our deeds. You know, you have accountants in your business. You have accountants that take care of your taxes. You have. You're always having to do accounting in your life and then if it's in the material realm, so much more, it should be within your, within you, Uh, being always on track on, on your soul. People give so much importance to the outside world, but they don't give importance to their neshama and really at the end of the day, your neshama is you. This is your eternal part. This is the part of you that is forever and who, who you really are the rest is gone it, 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 it's it's gonna be gone one day your personality your charm your beauty your all your attributes all these things are great we need them in this world I'm not saying they're not but we have to give importance to the soul so Rabbi Takuda we were talking last week of um, that he gives us um, a guide in um, in self accounting and today he's telling us in how many ways should a person hold himself to account so how many how many ways and he says that there's 30 ways he's 30 ways to self account today we're going to say we're going to talk about three of them because it's long but we'll go slowly and uh, he says that the first one is when a person contemplates his own existence and reflects on how he first came into being and was brought from non-existence into existence. Like, if you think about it, like it's crazy, it's mind-boggling that look at a baby that's born today, like yesterday, where was he? Like, you know, he's in the mother's womb. But in reality, this is a whole person that came into this world. And if you're thinking not only physically, but there's a soul that is inside of that body that came to this world to have a physical experience and in reality it's something to think about that we should think like how can it be that someone that nine months ago was not even in the realm of the world suddenly is this huge person that occupies so much space in your heart and even before knowing your baby you're already in love with, with the baby, it already take, takes part of you so he says here that uh, but only by God's grace goodness and generosity when he recognizes that his state is more distinguished his degree more elevated his form nobler than those of an animal plant or inanimate objects he will then undertake to thank his creator may he be exalted like if we Take time during the day to, to recognize the miracle of being alive, of being healthy, of being able to breathe, to walk, to, to be in this world, to be even a person, God forbid, that is is not 100% in any way, but he's present, he's here, and he always has a purpose. There's always something that is important in that person. He, he adds so much to the world, not only to himself, but to others around him. So he says that, let him draw a close analogy, let him imagine that when he was nursing an infant, his mother abandoned him on the street. Like imagine that you were this baby and your mother couldn't take care of you and she left you in a street corner in a basket, right? It's happened many times. We saw Moshe Rabbeinu, he was thrown in a basket in the Nile River and Batia, the daughter of Pharaoh, adopted him. So it's not something that is not, Common, it's something that happens so imagine that you're this baby that your mother left you God forbid and then a man is passing by and he sees this crying baby and he takes the the basket with the baby he takes it home and he feeds it and he nourishes it and he educates it and he loves him and he brings him up like if he's his own son he brings him up so imagine that you're this baby that was taken care about by this man how much gratitude would you feel for a person like that how much feelings of of owing this person would you have so so too says Rabbi Pakula the creator has sheltered us and provided us with all our needs since we were born in reality our parents are what God gives you so you can be taken care of but the one that really is taking care of you is Hashem So if this is the feeling that we would have towards a a person that just took us out of the street and took care of us, imagine how much more gratitude we have to feel for our Father in Heaven that not only took took care of us or takes care of us and recreates us every instant he has us here breathing and and, and living, but he continuously takes, takes care of us. So one should make an accounting within himself of the extraordinary favors God has bestowed upon him in the composition of his body, in the perfection of his form and, and, and essence, in the structure of his limbs, in having been brought forth from his mother's womb, by his power in the provision before and after birth, and of his nourishment ideally suited to him and in the perfect proportion to his needs. Oh by God's grace upon him! So if you reflect on the the, the greatness of human existence, if I'm not a, a biologist or a chemist or a doctor, and I, I'm really not a scientific human being, but if you would take through a microscope and analyze the human body, like you take a sample of something in the body and you analyze like all these cells and all these blood blood cells and everything that's going on like there's a whole world within ourselves there's a whole world like you have in your stomach you have you have bacteria that is healthy that keeps your gut clean like your lungs are breathing your heart is pumping everything that has to go on for you to be able to have an existence for you to be able to have a life and to be in this world so in reality when we see the the gratefulness the great gracefulness of Hashem and his generosity towards humanity then there's no way that we could not feel a a degree of indebted towards him or and and be loyal to Hashem faithful to Hashem so he says here it says here in scripture remember now you formed me like clay and you will return me to the dust have you not poured me out like milk and curdled me like cheese. With skin and flesh, you have clothed me. With bones and sinews, you have sheltered me. You created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You brought me forth from the womb. You made me secure at my mother's breast. Like not only he he brought you into this world. He makes everything in the world according for you to be able to survive and to be healthy and to and to keep living. Like. Imagine, like he gives us so much. So the third one and the last one for today is one should make a reckoning of, an, of and contemplate the great favor God has bestowed upon him in granting him intelligence and insight together with many precious and noble qualities which give him superiority over non-rational living creatures. As it is written who has taught us more than the beasts of the earth and made us wiser than the birds of the heavens so what he's saying here is that we are a notch higher than your dog because at least you have a sable you have intellect you can you can think like a cow is not gonna think oh this grass is greener I like this one better or this is organic or not organic is this healthy for me a cow has not. is instinctive a dog is instinctive as much as they look very intelligent is an instinctive intelligence but a human being has the has free will, we have free choice, we can choose because we have an intelligence, because we can discern, because we can see and, and intellectualize the world and everything that's going around us. So and he should consider this if he had been bereft of intelligence and insight and a fellow man then supplied him with these faculties, and he realized the superiority of his present condition over his former state. Imagine, we have eyes that see, we have ears that hear, we have a mouth that can speak, that can eat, that can taste, we have all these senses, sensory, uh, that make our experience so rich. Uh, I remember a book, I love that book, it's called Holy Woman by Sarah Yohebe Grigler and it's the life of this lady, Sarah Haya Kramer, who was a tzadeke, she was a righteous woman. She was um, a saint, let's say, like a tzadeke. And she was um, an experiment of Mengele in Auschwitz when she was a, a, a young woman. He experimented with her, she lost her whole family, And she came to Israel. Imagine, after the war, she came to Israel. And the Satmar Rebbe made a shidduch, and she married this Rabbi Kramer, who had lost his wife and his kids and his whole family in Auschwitz. And they married, they got married. But she could never have children, because obviously this man ruined her. Nevertheless, this woman had such a smile on her face. She was always smiling, she was always happy, she was so grateful. They lived in a little house with no real floor, no real roof, and people in those days used to drop their kids that were uh, deficient, let's say, like had needs, like there were kids that were not 100% as we think they should be, and in those days it was a taboo in the family to have a kid like that. So they used to drop them by her doorstep and she, at a time, I think she had like 20 of these kids and she was taking care of them. The point of what I'm trying to say, you should get the book and read it because really it's a, it's, it changes your mindset. These women from America used to come to her for blessings because she had a power to bless people. And all these very fancy ladies used to come to her little house in these fancy Mercedes taxi drivers that they used to hire and come to her house near Afula in Israel and they would come and they would ask her for a blessing to be happy. Imagine these rich women who had everything and they came to her to ask for a blessing to be happy. And she would smile at them and look at them and say, what is there not to be happy? You have eyes that see, you you have a nose that breathes, you have a mouth that can speak and can eat, you have ears that hear, you have feet that take you around you have a body you can move you can do things what is there not to be happy about and so this this gate of self-accounting really and especially this point that he's making is that we should be very grateful to, to Hashem we should always you know count our blessings don't take anything for granted don't take anything for granted like every day wake up and, and smile and say thank you Hashem Thank you. Thank you for having me here and having me the way I am. Thank you for keeping me in this world and taking care of me. So I wanna wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.